welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg, and I'm here with Eli. Hi, Eli. Good evening. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am great. Um, sorry we didn't do an episode last week. I I accept your apology. Uh, tell me what you've been watching. I have watched four movies. Whoa! I know. Whoa! Whoa! I had a I had a couple of flights, so plane movies ah. and and so forth. I finally watched Young Adult, starring oh, Sharice Theron. You haven't Theron. seen it. Never seen. What it. did you think? Ah. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> she's so incredibly unlikable in it. Her character mm-hmm. is just awful. And I mean, the, the whole story is about like this woman in her late thirties going back to her hometown to try and break up a marriage, and she's pretty delusional about how what her chances are of doing that. And it's just a train wreck. I mean, you're just watching a train wreck for two hours, and then at the end, she learns nothing. It's I don't know. I had kind of a hard time with it. I think about that movie all the time. Why? I don't know. I don't know what it is about it, but it just has really stuck with me. You like it? I don't know if I like it. I you yeah, I do like I like it. I okay. think it's a good performance and I think it's a really interesting script. Okay. Interesting. But it won't make you feel good about the world. No, no. And I, I think I went in thinking I was gonna get a Tolly, which totally uh, like left me feeling good about the world yeah. and like reflective. And this I came out of it and just felt like this person sucked and that was it, you know? Totally. I've watched Quiet Place 2. Oh, okay. Have you seen it? No. It's fine. It's okay. a totally fine sequel. Yeah. I really liked the first one. Yeah. Um, this was about what I would expect out of a sequel of that movie. Like, it kept me engaged. It's definitely not nearly as good as the the first film, but you know what? I like these people. I'll support their projects, yeah. you know, and I, I'd recommend it. If you liked the first film, I think it's worth just pulling it up on wherever it is, HBO or something, or I don't remember where I watched it. Um, it's fine. Uh, I finally, I'd never seen Lost in Translation. Oh, interesting. I don't, so I know this is like a very critically acclaimed movie. Yeah. Bill Murray and um, uh, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Before Scarlett Johansson was Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Yeah, and she's really young in it, which I think was part of my problem with the film. I, I was very, it was very icky to me. Like, I don't need a love story between Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. Do you think it's a love story? I think it's definitely a love story. I mean, they're spending, they spend basically a week together. They're very like touchy and flirty. And then he sleeps with a woman and she's clearly upset by it. And then they kiss at the end. Yeah. And, okay. he, and he goes back to his wife. It's but, been a while. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think that I want to like Bill Murray all the time. And I just think he's just not for me. Interesting. Because I got thinking after it because I watched it because I was like, oh, Bill Murray. Of course, everyone loves Bill Murray. He makes great films. And then I watched it and I was really bored. And I didn't really. It is slow. It's slow. It's a very slow movie. And I didn't really like seeing Bill Murray all that much. And I got to the end and I thought. Well, what is a Bill Murray film that I do like? Scrooge? No. The only one that I could come up with was St. Vincent. Oh, yeah. But I mostly like that because of the story, not because of him. Okay. Ghostbusters? I I was never a Ghostbusters guy. Okay. I'm sorry. Are you a Bill Murray fan? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, not any more than 
anyone else i think okay. i think i'm right at the median okay. of bill murray fandom but okay. i don't dislike him. and i'm i'm like on the, i'm left on the bell curve okay is okay, what i'm okay. saying you're but, you're acidic rather than basic yeah and, okay. uh, and wait no i wait which side of the ph is acidic and which is basic? do i look like a scientist yeah thank you Especially when you wear your glasses. Oh, I didn't wear them tonight. You look like when Urkel gets like Stefan. Stefan? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. No, wait. I look, when I wear my glasses, I look like I'm becoming Urkel. Okay. So I'm always Stefan. Sure. Tonight I'm Stefan. Okay. Thank you. Uh, And then finally, uh, I watched Begin Again. What is that? Kira Knightley and Mark Ruffalo. What? This isn't a movie. You're making this up. Meg and, and Adam Levine. When? Um, I don't know. I'm going to look up the year right now because I don't know how I had never heard of this. Meg, this film is delightful. It's a a musical kind of dramedy. Yeah. Not it's not a musical. It's a dramedy about music. Okay. And um in it Kira Knightley is a songwriter and she's dating Adam Levine who's become this big rock star. He's pl- playing a different character not himself. And Mark Ruffalo is this music producer and he discovers her and is like, oh, she's incredibly talented. She should have her own record. Mm -hmm. And so the whole movie is about him helping her record a record like out on the streets of New York because they have no budget. It is such a lovely film. The music is so good in this. 2013. Interesting. I had never heard of it. Never heard of this. Okay. And but some of the songs in it that were written for the movie, I was like, I know I've heard this song. So I think some of the songs actually became hits after. And it is damn good. It's very it's charming. It's like the the I don't always love it when music is performed in a movie, but the music is good enough that every time they started performing a new song, I'm like, I'm into this. Like, let me hear the whole thing. So those are the movies I watched. Wow. Congratulations. What have you been watching? Squid Game. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I've seen reference to it. You would hate it. What is this? It is Korean. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give a, I'm going to tell you as much as the premise as was told to me. Okay. It might, you might, I'm spoiling the first episode. Okay, Okay, I'm not spoiling the series. I'm spoiling the first episode. Listener, if you care, plug your ears, I don't know, for two minutes. Okay. So there are all of these people. I saw a preview to this. I now just realized. Sorry, go ahead. So there's these people who are in debt and they play a street game on the street and they win a bunch of money Mm -hmm. and they get a card and the card has instructions on it and is essentially like, if you want to play more games, call this number. So you call the number, a van picks you up, gasses you, you wake up in like this facility Mm -hmm. in a jumpsuit and they give you instructions. They say, you sign a contract and you're going to play a game. Mm -hmm. So the first game they play is red light, green light. Okay. So the, the doll at the front, there's a doll and it starts, you know, it's Korean and she's singing a song and then turns around and says red light and if you move she shoots you <gasps> and so now all of these people have to make it to the other side and it, the like summarily people are getting shot because they move a bit oh after it's like the most terrifying five minutes it's unrelenting for five minutes okay and so that's the whole first episode oh and then gosh. the second episode is like the aftermath of that that's as far as i've gotten it is 
a very, it kind of hits you over the head with this message of anti-capitalism, but I'm kind of into it. Okay. It's very dark and very violent. And that's why I very would hate it. violent. Yeah. Because of the violence. Yes. And okay. the darkness and the life is terribleness of it. But okay. it is very well done. Okay. And it's it's in Korean? Yes. So you can watch it dubbed or with subtitles. Okay, because I saw a preview with it dubbed and no. it looks so stupid. Never watch dubbed. It's so dumb. Just do subtitles, do guys. Subtitles. We can read. Yeah. And yeah. it's very good. I think it's the number one show on Netflix. I think they're making a ton of money. Because oh. they poured a bunch of money into it, and they're like, "We trust you, do it." And they oh, did it. And I wish I could watch this. You, I don't know, maybe you like it. If you people but are getting shot. You, and it's not for me. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're rewatching Succession because the premiere is on Sunday. Oh my gosh, it's already this Sunday. Yes. Yes. Do you follow Nicholas Braun on TikTok? No. You should. He did a video the other day about how he was coming down with food poisoning mm-hmm. and he went to the 7-Eleven and he got a whole bunch of like pre-food poisoning stuff to prepare for it. And him talking about the gurgs in his stomach and how he was preparing was one of the funniest TikToks I've ever seen. Okay. Cousin Greg on TikTok is a treat. I know Cousin Greg is your sense of humor. Yes. He is your sense of humor. Is he not yours? Uh, Cousin Greg is my least favorite part of Succession. What? I know. I, I know, but I know he's your sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Tom. Yeah. It's so good. Then The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Incredible, as always. Bachelorette premieres next week. I'm very busy. Yeah. I'm very, very busy. So full schedule. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Survivors, it's it's pretty good. Oh, okay. They it, So... The game is getting a lot more complicated than it usually gets this early in a season to the point that I'm having to watch episodes twice to understand Whoa. what's going on. Do you like that? Um, I complained about it last week, but then I realized that I'm thinking about the show more than I typically mm-hmm. think about it in mm-hmm. a season because I'm running like I'm I'm running possibilities in my head throughout the week, which I'm like, I guess that means it's pretty good. So yeah. they, they've like introduced this really complicated three-way prisoner's dilemma on the show that has been like really fun to kind of watch and and think about like, what would I do? And there are so many different outcomes that could happen based on what these three people do. And I, it's pretty fun. And I guess I, I appreciate that they, I can tell they are really, really trying to wake the show up again after you know a covid after pandemic and yeah. after you know 40 yeah. seasons they're just they're trying to be like okay we're gonna throw a whole bunch of new stuff at you and see see what sticks so i i'm, I'm into it okay i love a meaty show like that it yeah. keeps you thinking it's definitely yes and I, I think this is what's kind of surprised me is um if you watch like most reality tv you don't have to pay that much attention, right? Yeah. I mean, Real Housewives, for example, it's not like you need to like follow. Right, right, right. This is something where like, if you stop paying attention for for like a minute, you have to go back and rewind or else you don't know what's going on anymore. And like, I guess if that's not what you're looking for out of a reality TV show, this isn't for you. But I'm like, I like the game so much that I'm just like, okay, I just have to start paying more attention and that's a good thing. Yeah. So. Cool. I'm happy for you. I also thought of one more thing. Uh Uh-huh. Muppet Haunted Mansion is mm. on Disney Plus. It's like a tight one hour. Watched it with our kids. Loved it. Is it new? delightful? Yeah. Oh, it's the Muppets going through the Haunted Mansion <gasps> like the ride at Disneyland. Really? Yes, and it's very silly and very fun. I will totally watch yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. It's like I just kept laughing at the stupid jokes. Yeah. You know, it's and your kids liked it. Loved it. And then we watched 
Halloween, which I the watched. The original Thrasher? Okay, so I have a little bit of information because yeah. Stephen listened to a three-hour podcast about it. Thank God. <laughs> um, yeah. So up until this point, horror movies had all had supernatural elements. And the okay. reason Halloween scared people as much as it did was because there was none of that. It was people hurting other people. But kind of a supernatural element because he's like pretty, he's basically immortal, right? I mean, yeah, they for some reason can't kill him. Yeah. So I don't know what that's about, but okay. that's kind of the only thing when you're like, wait, what? Otherwise it just feels like a serial killer. I was also surprised that this movie takes an hour before i mean there's a murder in the beginning but then it just kind of builds in suspense until the end which i appreciate yes i did think that it some horror movies it's just like over and over and over and you're like i'm just so tired of this and this was more like what's gonna happen building that suspense was one of the more effective things that they did in this movie because you see michael myers like from a distance kind of peeking around corners yeah for like an hour. Did you think he was scary? No. I mean, I felt like if I saw that, I would be like freaked out in real life. In real life. But I mean, he's a very basic, it's a very basic costume. Yeah. You know, um, I, I thought the images, so at the beginning of the film, when the doctor and nurse pull up to the insane asylum and it's raining and there are all those people out in their white gowns just like walking in the grass. I thought like that those kinds of images were really creepy. Yeah, that's a good point. That was probably the creepiest image in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, They had like no budget for this thing. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Yeah, but it made a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. Because people are like, this is a whole different kind of scary movie. The score they did by themselves the guy who it's plays Michael Myers for two hours. They didn't yeah. pay him. Really? Yeah. There's like four characters in the whole movie. Yeah. But it's effective. None of, none of the parents ever really show the up. Par- what is happening? Why them? are the teens running this town? Meg, the plot of this thing makes no sense. And I told you this, but I think it was paid for by like parents against premarital sex commission because yeah. it's like, if you're a slut, you're going to get murdered. Oh, well, I mean, and that was definitely of the time. Yes. Like it, that, that sort of messaging that um, women who sleep around, this is what happened when sleep around means have sex once, but, um, this is, they get murdered and nothing happens to the men. Apparently nothing. Yeah. They're fine. The men Which are, is yeah. how, okay. Anyway, we don't have to go there. Also, this was clearly directed and written by a man who thinks women take their clothes off far more often. Okay. So let's talk, let's talk do. about this opening scene. Because I think you and I had the exact same reaction. I was just like rolling my eyes and laughing through this whole thing. So you got this this couple. They go up. They do the nasty. Uh-huh. And then Michael Myers enter, enters the house. Six-year-old Michael Six-year-old Myers. Michael Myers. Although you don't know that when he's entering the house because you the camera enters in from his perspective. You see somebody grab a knife, you know, a, knife, a hand grab a knife go up the stairs and then he walks into this girl's bedroom and she's topless <laughs> brushing, brushing her, her hair. hair which i was like how often okay meg tell me as a woman how often are women topless at home oh like when you're out of the shower <laughs> and then you're putting your clothes on cuz you're like i blah, blah, get clothes on me you know society has given us the burden of body image issues yeah. so we want to be clothed at all times. Also, she's wearing underwear, but not a not, bra. Not a bra. Yeah. I mean, 
Kudos to her. She's got the best boobs I've oh, she ever looks seen. Amazing. She looks great. <laughs> they even look great when she was like dead on the floor. But it's just not super realistic. And so, yeah. And that, she's one of three where you're like, no, but this person would be wearing a shirt yeah. in this scenario. Well, and th- this is very typical of the slasher drama. Topless women yes. getting stabbed. And there's something about the violence that is like erotic to people, I think. Because they come by, I know, Meg, I do not get this. And it it creeps me out. But, like, you see this. It's very common in Thrasher films. Yeah. Like, there's always a topless woman somewhere. Yeah. Like, why are they putting that in there with the violence? There's something weird about that. I don't like that yeah. at all. I don't like it at all either. Um, I also, we did talk briefly about this, but not a, not the best message. Well, anytime you have a film that is telling you, and this film is telling you, he is dangerous because he is mentally ill. Uh-huh. That's a problem. That's uh-huh. a very problematic message. I hope that we're not making those films anymore. And I don't know, because I've never seen any of the sequels, if there's ever any kind of reconciling that issue. Is there ever an explanation for like why he is this way beyond, well, he's mentally ill. You right. know, and that's what happens. And I, I hope that there's like, at least in the more recent ones, there's at least an attempt to kind of dive into that Mm -hmm. and explain nuance but did you know okay so because i was like oh i i wonder if there are only like two or three of these there's a million i pulled it up on amazon 11 in fact i bought and started watching one of the other ones because it just said halloween and i was like this looks very recent this can't be it there are 11 and i found a chart they're not all sequels of one another right there's like remakes there yeah so so halloween like one two and then three they like got a different villain and then at some point in the 90s, they re- they did a sequel to the first one that is does not follow the universe of like the second and third. And then they did a sequel to that one. And then and then they remade the first one at some point. And then now um, what's her name? Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis is now back in the franchise. And now they're they made a, a second one to the original. Like so a, a sequel to the original with her back in it. That did pretty well. It was like critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. And then um, this week, a sequel to that one is coming out. And then there's going to be one more next year. Okay. So like. I mean, as long as it's making money, they're going to keep making it. Yeah. My, my understanding is if you're into this, but you don't want to watch 11 films, like watching just the ones with Jamie Lee Curtis is maybe like your best avenue. Yeah. The one I started was very weird. And I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis. Do you ventured. know Do you know what year? Like, 20. 2017 or something? Well, 2017. 20, 2009. Not, okay, I was going to say, because 2017 is the one that I think Jamie Lee Curtis came back for that, that was critically acclaimed, that okay, they were yeah. like, oh, this is actually a pretty good film. No, it was 2009. She looks very old in this, this 1978 okay. one. Mm-hmm. I it was like, how, this, how is this 40-year-old woman in high school? Yeah. Also, what's the deal with her parents? And this was her first ever film? Yeah. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, she's good in it. And she she's the only one who's good in it. Yeah, the acting is not... Everyone else is terrible. No. And the kids are... I mean, it's like the worst child acting I have ever seen. The bully's on the playground, and they're all like standing around this kid, and they're like, the boogeyman, the boogeyman, the uh-huh. boogeyman. And they're uh-huh. just like saying it over and but over. But it's like very much that 70s yeah. <laughs> style of acting. Kyle Richards from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is Lindsay. What? The the friend's little sister. Oh. Yeah. Fun fact. Interesting. Um, Kathy Hilton's sister. Paris Hilton's aunt. 
Okay. So, the more you know. <laughs> would have never guessed that. Yeah. Um, I liked it. It was a good time. I, the The town that it's set in is adorable. Okay. They filmed in Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like Connecticut or something. Yeah. And it's very much like, is that a palm tree? Well, and it, I mean, this is the low budget part of it. They're, they keep showing the ground, and there's like, uh, brown leaves on the ground but then they show the green trees. grass all the trees are green <laughs> and it's like do the leaves not turn brown until they hit the ground in this town but the houses are so cute yeah they're cute and they're they're walking they're walking home from school and it's just like you know under the shade of the trees in this very pleasant town and i was like who doesn't want to live here i want to live there and i i do think I mean, the movie is called Halloween. It takes place on Halloween. It made me excited for Halloween because mm-hmm. like the kids are out trick or treating in this like adorable town with these mm-hmm. old houses. And I was like, yes, this is this is the kind of town where you want to have Halloween. Mm-hmm. And maybe a murderer on the loose. Sure. Why not? Do we think that guy was a good doctor? Uh, he Well, he's a jerk. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't actually care about his patients and he wants people locked up. For, for their entire lives just because they're quote-unquote mentally ill. But Michael Myers should probably be locked up for his entire well, life. Well, he needs something. Yeah. And I, whatever he needs, he is not getting it because you don't just stab people every chance you get for your entire life without needing something. Right. Apparently, John Carpenter wrote this movie in college after visiting a mental institution where he saw a patient who had, like, completely dead eyes Mm. and he said it was like looking into evil i just like is that does that exist are there actual people like that i mean there are sociopaths yeah but that's that's so different than the kind of mental illness that we typically like encounter or see oh for sure you know know, obviously this isn't commonplace but every once in a while is there just someone who's straight up evil i mean so is michael myers supposed to just be like a straight up sociopath think so and this is what i i wish that the movie would have like helped us understand what happened to six-year-old michael myers i know it was really funny when his parents came home and he was outside holding a knife and they both like did this like shoulder shrug thing like and the camera zooms back for like 30 seconds (laughs) and nobody's doing anything (laughs) they're just standing there looking at the kids shoulder shrugging it's very weird it's very weird again no budget on no budget I don't think there was a rewrite at any point. No, no, but I kind of love it for it. Yeah. Um, all the teenagers in town babysit all the kids in town on Halloween night. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which? Where did the parents go? Where are the parents? I, <laughs> Why is that one daughter doing all of the laundry? Like, I can't figure this out. <laughs> the other ones, they're just like having sexy time all over the house. Where are the parents? <laughs> is that her house? Do those teens own that house? Uh, I, 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 it's so funny being 35 and watching now like teenage movies where it's yeah. like adults are the worst and I'm like no actually like adults are pretty great yeah. and you clearly need more adults in your life yeah yeah tough pill to swallow it's a very tough pill to swallow do you like I, I, I know that you're not a thrasher genre person but is there like a thrasher movie that you like I honestly think this might be like the first Thrasher movie I've that seen. That you've seen. would Because uh, I'm wondering is Scream. Scream is a Thrasher, I've never I guess. seen Scream. It's fine. It's, and I've never seen uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I haven't either. Or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I have seen that. And you hated it, right? It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre is an extremely good film. Is it scarier than this? It's 
terrifying. Okay, why? Um, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre actually has the the acting is actually really good in it. Um, I think their budget must have been okay. Okay. And there's there's nothing like you don't watch it. There's nothing funny about that movie. Like this movie, I was laughing a lot because it was just yeah. like it was so absurd. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just horrifying. Okay. And it's I mean it's basically. Um, this girl gets pulled into like kidnapped and pulled into this house and where they have been slaughtering people. And it's just these three awful men that are in this house, like torturing her all night. And then at the end, spoiler alert, she is able to get out of the house. Um, she runs out into a road and stops a truck. Um, that's, and the truck sees like, it's this iconic horror film scene, sees this guy coming after her with a chainsaw and he lets her get into the back of the truck. And then he speeds away as the guy with the chainsaw is chasing her. And she's like screaming hysterically in the back of the truck. And that's how it ends. And it, it is an unsettling film. Yeah. I will never watch it again. I watched most of it with my hands in front of my face because I was like, I can't see this. Okay. So I just remembered that I have seen a slasher movie, Carrie. Oh, okay. Would Carrie be considered slasher? She does a lot of slashing. Yeah, I guess I don't know what slasher... Carrie is a good film. Carrie is so scary. So scary. Did you see the remake no. with Julianne Moore? No, is it scary? It's honestly... It, it was one of these remakes where I'm not sure why they did it because it's like beat for beat the same movie. Mm. Um, The characters are the same. I think the script is basically the exact same. It's good. Like, they're both good. Um, so if you want to see an updated Julianne Moore version, like there's that I option. I don't know. The old one really kind of, I still get freaked out when I think about well, it. And there's something about like movies, from scary movies from the 70s that are extra creepy. Yeah. They all looked kind of weird. Yeah. It, it, and it feels like there are fewer rules, you know, yeah. and there's no CGI. I think it was a dark time. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah, no rules is a big part of it. Like they were like really pushing stuff where I'm like, I don't think you do that now. Mm -hmm. In terms of violence and messaging and boobs. Yeah. Just a lot. <laughs> Carrie has boobs. Yeah. There are boobs in that one too. Oh, that's upsetting. I don't movie. think that te the Texas Chainsaw Massacre does not have boobs as far as I remember. Mm, surprising. I think they they opted to go boobless. Okay. Yeah. There's a funny movie. Now I don't remember the name of it, but it's a spoof on a slasher movie. And it's like these two guys who are just trying to have a camping trip and they run into this group of college students and it keeps... The college students keep accidentally dying in really gory ways. And it keeps looking like these guys are trying to murder them. Mm -hmm. Very funny. <laughs> now I don't remember the name. Anyway. I, I saw somebody on TikTok spoofing uh, like basically a slasher film. And she's playing all three parts. And so like she comes out with a bat and she's like, oh, I'm going to kill you, little girl. And the one one of them's like, um, actually, that's kind of repressive for you to just assume I'm a girl. And they have this like overly woke conversation <laughs> yeah. with the murderer. And the murderer is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I did, I'll try to do better. And like, would it be like, could I call you scum? And yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah, that's like a pretty neutral term. And just the point is that we just try and like that we're just trying to do better. And they're all like talking over each other. And then at the end, he's like, anyway, and the kills. <laughs> it's so funny. I kind of do want to watch the latest Jamie Lee Curtis one. Just be like, huh, how are they doing this? I mean, she's a she's a really good actress. Yeah, and but like in terms of like, yeah. how are we navigating some of these things? They must be addressing some of that with some, a more modern yeah, tone. Yeah. So here's hoping. Yeah. Um, listen, I watched it. I was working on some stuff. Turned it on. It was three in the afternoon. I really enjoyed it. It's only ninety minutes long. Yeah. To its credit, the score's a bop. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. How does that go? Do, 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 do. It's like yeah. piano. It's like the same three notes. 
but I was into it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we will be back next week with Angie Treasure to talk about Jennifer's body, which I've never seen. Oh, I haven't seen it either. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you then. Bye.